He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. As always, not always, I wish it was always, as normally, as weekly, joined by Aaron Larsoul. Do you really wish um, it was always? That's like the kindest thing anyone's ever said to me. It's it the second nice. kindest thing. I, I, I mean, will, I do I'll come on more whenever miss. you ask, I'll come on. Well, there's like money stuff involved with, with that kind of a commitment. And we yeah, would have to work okay. that out, but yeah, right, well, but like I do, I do miss having a co-host, and like eventually, when when we get the show big enough, I do want to expand the universe to to you know more people and that that are you know are regular parts of the show. It's just a matter of again building this infrastructure as as we keep this plane in the air. But but yeah, I um no, I I do legitimately miss like I miss when Harrison and I had a show together. I miss. When Pete and I had our show together briefly with the Cambros, and then, you know, you and you and I have as much fun as we do on these shows. So yeah, it would be it would be cool to do, like biweekly or however often weekly, more frequently than we are right now. That'd be cool. Well, in the meantime, whenever you ask, I'll say yes. How about that? Deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that went well for you. Remember, I think a few a few weeks ago we were talking about. Uh, it was actually when you were launching uh, this version of it. And you were, we were talking about the negotiation and uh, how you negotiate. You must be good because you uh, you got your wife. And I was like, I don't know that it's your negotiation skill or my just, okay, cool. <laughs> my my uh, willingness. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll come on. That was tough. No, I, I would love nothing more than to have this thing grow to a point where we could sustain you and we could sustain Raj and we could sustain, um, you know, Harrison and, and, and we could make you know, this, this thing really kind of grow and, and develop this corner of Lakers coverage in a way that we could bring Pete and Darius and Mike in, in on it too. And like, you know, grow it that way. Like, you know, I guess I'm speaking probably out of turn or whatever, but to me, fandom is this communal thing and having as this thing exists right now, a mostly solitary show kind of defeats the purpose. So I would love to build this thing up and, and and keep this thing going so like you know for those of you who are listening keep hitting that subscribe button and keep rating and reviewing and all that good stuff so that we can reach that point we can Tell build youtube up and we can do all that stuff um together so well, that's, very yeah, nice today- of you to, that's very nice of you to say thank you and um uh you were very you were very nice to me on twitter about uh our our some of the show last week so thank you for that yeah. also. no i mean i now, like now it's I'm embarrassed it's a it's a ridiculous thing to have somebody who has the access that you do willing to come on here and listen to my tinfoil hat theories and risk fines and stuff like that and <laughs> and also be willing to like you know we're going to talk about Bob Myers and we're going to talk about succession and we're going to just wherever the show takes us to have somebody who has that kind of access willing to just come on here and mess around for a bit is a real like I don't I didn't have something like that when I was growing up watching the Lakers like you know you would get your your access basically back then were these uh 
in, you know, 15 minute radio interviews and they were with the corporate partners. So you had questions screened beforehand and stuff. Um, it w- it never felt all that real. Uh, but this, I, I, I hope for, for Lakers fans, you know, if you listen to, to, to this conversation or these conversations with me and Aaron, you're going to know a little bit more about the Lakers than other people who aren't because Aaron has access to some people and, and, and in some cases has input on some of this stuff and in ways that most other people that you're listening to talk about the Lakers don't. So, and, and you combine that access and that knowledge with willingness to come on here and be a moron with me, all the better. That's kind of you. Uh, Can we talk about something other than me now, please? Okay. If I was, if I was physically capable of blushing, if I was like a shade and a half lighter and physically capable of blushing, I would be blushing right now. Yeah, it would, it would, it would be, it would be adorable. It would be adorable, but you know, all right. Uh, let's start with the biggest news. I think in the NBA right now, uh, Bob Myers is stepping down from the golden state warriors Indeed. and, uh, you know, says he wants to step away for a little bit and, and, you know, kind of take a break after a decade plus of, of, some of the most high leverage stuff that uh, has happened in the sport. He just wants a break. Um, the Warriors are responding by elevating Kirk Lacob into uh, some higher position in basketball ops. Mike Dunleavy, Dunleavy Jr. sounds like is is going to get a promotion oh, as well. Likely, yeah. It's not not final yet, or at least I haven't seen if it is. Yeah. But- I haven't seen it, but it's, I think that's likely that, and that is what is expected. Yes. I don't know about the Kirk like a part, but the Dunleavy. Yes. Uh, those are the reports as it stands. Kirk right is now. Our, I think Kirk is already the assistant GM. Yeah. Yeah. But they, so um, I'll just read the report. Mark J Spears um, tweets out. He, he knows with, the stuff there. Uh, well, he says him and Woj uh, with Myers departure, Warriors owner Joe Lacob is expected to seek more prominent roles for his son, Kirk, an executive vice president of basketball operations and VP of Bi- basketball operations, Mike Dunleavy Jr. Mm-hmm. So um, the expectation is that so I think it has kind of been um, Bob uh, Dunleavy and Kirk in that order as the decision makers, uh, you know, one, two, three. And it seems like it's going to be Dunleavy one Kirk two. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, well, I was going to say, I'm somewhat surprised that the warriors are not kind of opening up a search, but this has been in the works for months. Um, I think there was some back and forth about whether Bob would actually leave, but mm-hmm. if he did, this structure had had been in the works for for some time and some of it is is the warriors situation is somewhat unique so you know bringing in an outsider as it as it were i guess in some respects it kind of makes sense that you want to elevate people that are already there and kind of know what mm-hmm. it is and have those relationships because it is a lot and and especially now for the warriors it is a lot i think a lot of the job is about the relationship part of it. Um, mm-hmm. So it does. And, and, you know, the warriors way and all of that kind of thing. So I, I think it does make sense. Will Dunleavy be any good at the job? That's yet to be seen. I think there's a wide opinion about how good uh, Bob Myers was actually at the job. Mm-hmm. 
in so you know what bob myers to me it's a lot like steve kerr right they both get credit for the results even though all the results are because of 30 but mm-hmm. they've been there for four titles so that's on your ledger in my somewhat outside opinion certainly somewhat inside not as inside obviously as lakers but in my educated somewhat educated opinion i think both bob and steve are better at the personality management part of it the Mm -hmm. the people part of it than they are the basketball part of it but hey (laughs) they won four titles in in eight years so they get credit for it so it'll be i think it'll be interesting to see like is Dunleavy a step down in the people part of it? Is he a step up or down in the in the the basketball part of it? I think all of that's going to be because the Warriors have not drafted well. Look the 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 D'Lo move that ended up you know the trade for for um, for Wiggins and the pick that became Kaminga is a home run. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, like the basketball parts of it have not been necessarily so. Some of the signings have been up and down. Um, the Wiseman pick that I was in favor of is, did not work. Um, there's a long list of guys, including your adult son, Damian Jones, uh, was drafted by the Warriors that didn't work. Uh, so I think it's been kind of a mixed bag. But to, also, to be fair, all of those picks were like 28. Jordan Poole was picked late. That was great. So, mm-hmm. But he is not responsible for getting Steph, Clay, and Draymond there. So, Yeah. Well... He did help oversee like their growth into becoming Steph Dre. Right, it's the same thing with Kerr, right? You know? Like they won four titles, and look, I'm here to tell you, all of it is thirty. Yeah. Every all oh of it's for 30. sure. That's it. Yeah, I mean, like it, just 30. like just like you know, LeBron organizations are LeBron organizations, and you know, but but like but like here's it's on here's your, my we, we had this conversation about uh, whether or not I think Reinsdorf a few weeks back whether he was a good owner or not. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, yeah, but they won six titles. So, yes, he's a good owner. Like, right. Like since, Myers yeah. and Kerr, they get credit for it. Right. Whatever you think about them as the basketball portions of their job. And to be fair, the people management part is a big part of it that a lot of fans don't recognize. Um, it's a big part of it. They won four titles. So, yeah, Bob Myers is a Hall of Fame GM, I guess. I don't I mean, he know. He is. I don't know. He definitely is. But I, I don't know um, if I know enough about the Warriors and these, you know, parties, involved parties enough to, like, speak that definitive, definitively about it. I will just say, because of the way that I just am, anytime I hear about owner's son and owner's kids, I start to go, like, <laughs> we yeah, just so he's been around. the most popular the, the most popular show in in all of america right now is about uh fail children you know, oh yeah we, we're gonna get to that yeah we just we just we watched um you know one of the things i listened to uh the watch pod um with andy greenwald and chris ryan and um you know one of the things after the succession finale yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, Chris was out of town, but Andy was on it. And one of the things that he really mentioned is he wants to see this, a, a supercut of all of, like, the actual business people, the people who, like, have fought and scratched and clawed to get to that stratosphere of business success and the way that they kind of, every time one of Kendall, Roman, and Shiv walk into a room, the looks around the room between those mm-hmm. people... 
And and as they're leaving, especially after, as they're leaving after talking and saying nonsensical things, yeah, the way that everybody kind of looks at like, oh, good, thank God they're gone, you know. And and um, again, I don't know enough about Kirk Lacob. I don't, I you know, I've like you mentioned with Bob Myers, just kind of a wide spectrum on response to Kirk Lacob. Um, but I also watched. The, the Jim Buss thing. I have watched Jim Dolan. I have watched any number of of children. We watched uh, who's the coach's son who took over in Minnesota. Um, you're talking about uh, he's an assistant with Denver you're right about now. Saunders' son. Well, and yeah, also, Ryan, Ryan Saunders and and Stephen Silas. Yeah, was not so like in Houston, although he had no chance. We're yeah, and, and so like we're just we're seeing example after example after example. Mike Dunleavy Jr. is is now like Mike Dunleavy was a coach. Fair, and, he but he Mike Dunleavy Jr. played though. He played. He played. It helps. It you know. He has some 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 NBA like uh, another one. But go ahead. But like the, the the thing there with Mike Dunleavy is like I I haven't seen anything from him. I have no knowledge of of Mike Dunleavy at all uh, at all. So like no, you're going but- from you're going from Bob Myers who yeah there are hits and misses on his track record and there are things that maybe he would do differently record. yeah but you're going from that and that ability as as a person to manage egos and the way that we have seen him over the years you're going from that a proven commodity to two products of um yeah at least one direct product of nepotism and another one who like we don't know enough about so if i were a warriors yeah. fan i'd be nervous that's so, all i would say i would here's what i'll say i would say that i don't it's not a good thing for the warriors how bad it is remains to be seen but it is not i don't think i don't think there's anybody who could spin this as a positive for the warriors um yeah i'm not there are some people who think it may be catastrophic and maybe they'll end up being right. Maybe it's the, there's a lot of, I've seen on a lot of Lakers Twitter um, when the news came out, when Woj uh, reported today earlier this morning that, uh, that Bob was stepping down that I've seen a lot of Lakers Twitter saying, you know, we like, we killed the dynasty, right? We, we ended the dynasty. So is the dynasty over? Maybe like that kind of remains to be seen, but I don't, it's certainly like, no, I, I wouldn't, any warriors person that tells you this is a good thing. I would yeah. question. It, yeah. it may not, it, it may end up not mattering at all. It may be fine. Who knows? Like, let's see who Dunleavy can, if he can, I mean, this is a very interesting time for the warriors, right? Because Clay is eligible for an extension. Draymond can be a free agent. There's the pool thing hanging over them with, you know, a bunch of money he's going to make next year. And he was horrific in the playoffs. Um, And much like the Lakers, the Warriors, because of the salaries owed to the top guys, have to shop in the exception bargain bin, whether it's the taxpayer Mm -hmm. mid-level or minimums generally to fill out the roster. So, you know the success rate on those guys is is where any GM, whether it's Rob Palinka or how about any head decision maker in basketball, whether it's Rob mm-hmm. Palinka or in this case Mike Dunleavy Jr., um, really figure it out. And you know trades obviously Rob did really well with the trades at the deadline, but is this going to be a death blow to the Warriors? I don't know. Maybe it's fine. 
and, and Mike Dunleavy Jr. could be better than Bob Myers, but I don't think anybody is thinking of this in Warriors Land as a as a good thing. I, that strange credulity to to it may end up being a positive, but to assume going in it's a positive, yeah, kind of strange credulity in my opinion. Well, the other part of it too, when I see that response from Warriors fans, is because like we have gone through now. I, it's been so their season ended at the hand of it's the a Lakers. couple weeks. They, they, their their season ended a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. ever since then has been will he won't he will he won't he will he. I won't mean, to be he. fair, it was like that before too, but yeah, it, it, you hear it because there wasn't the basketball to talk about. Yes, mm-hmm. and and so. Like if you're if you're a Warriors fan, right? Let, this is just this is just humanity. Um, this happens before breakups. This happens before ten years at jobs uh, are are ended are ended, but um, or any relationship, right? A friendship that you can kind of feel slipping away. You want to be the one who says, "Oh yeah, well screw you," and you end the friendship, right? Yeah. Um, or the relationship, and I and I do kind of think like the Warriors you, fans. You, br- you break up with her or him yeah you didn't fire me i quit yeah Yeah, right um and and so like warriors fans who are reacting and again like fans are going to be fans so they're going to look for reasons of for optimism here um if if at all possible but as this has been a couple weeks of you know publicly wondering if this guy is actually going to be around i would imagine because we are all human beings it is in our nature a lot of Warriors fans are sitting here right now and going like, oh, fuck that guy. He just want to be here, then fuck him, you know? And 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 that has, you know, they've... So the ones who were immediately going to, like, this is actually a good thing, I think it has more to do with, like, that's their coping mechanism. And, and, and Certainly possible. I, I totally understand it. And um, that said, like, you know... I, and, and look, I got I to gotta cop to my own biases here, too. I would love for the Warriors to go back to being... <laughs> perpetually mediocre or worse yeah yeah like the division is insane right now the 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 pacific division between the lakers clippers kings warriors and Suns is just bananas well how about this five of the eight playoff teams in the west were from the Pacific division yeah so uh yeah i i you know a little bit less competition there because uh joe lacob promoted his son great and so, yeah, when my mind immediately goes there, it's because of my experience watching Jim in the position that he was in before Jeannie took over. Um, I thought, like, here's <laughs> Jeannie, uh, who she has trusted is is obviously a point of contention up until, I would say, you know, fairly recently. And, um, and this insular nature that the Lakers, the way that the Lakers do their business, I think is always going to be up for debate because it is uniquely insular. Um, but I, with with the Warriors it's here, not, we we argue about this all the time. It's not. It, it just isn't. It's to the scale. I, I think on, it's, it's not. It's it, not. It's. I think there's always going to be a spectrum on on in terms of like most insular, least insular, right? And okay. and I think the Lakers probably go a little. They're 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 probably towards the end of being more insular than than most other organizations. Okay, that's fair. But I, the, that is fair. The the my point of disagreement is if you present it unique. as fine. unique and most mm-hmm. insular, fine. Yes, the Lakers. Um, have, yes. Okay. Fine. So so but like so long as 
they are even even nearing the end of a spectrum that is always going to be something that I personally like worry about because that's not what did we start the show with? I don't like being insular. This thing right now is a one man band. I miss when it wasn't insular, you know? Um, and so I, I like to, you know, I always kind of hark. What's that? It's reductive. That's reductive. Well, it, I tend to be, because, um, because the, the, the Lakers won the title a couple years ago, mm -hmm. um, which would indicate that it worked, whatever they're doing worked. And then i made the Western conference, uh, we're in the Western Conference Finals this year, mm -hmm. which is something's working. Mm -hmm. And some of the people that the players that we all love and have helped the Lakers, you know, the 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 hidden gems, like most recently, we'll say Austin and and uh, and AC, mm -hmm. were largely a product of the Bus Boys finding them. No, like, again, I, I am not, I'm using the Lakers as an example here because when the Lakers, you know, when, when Jim was in charge, it was very insular. And then from there it went to, well, it's going to remain in the family, which I, I understood. And, and Jeannie took over for Jim in large part because Jim stupidly made that gamble on himself essentially and said that the Lakers were going to make a deep playoff run or you could fire me. And Jeannie yeah, was like, perfect. Anyway, um, and so like, you know, that happened. And, and I, the reason I bring Jim up is because when Jeannie took over for Jim, she immediately went and found like basketball minds. And we can discuss which minds that she, she, she uh, landed on and who she has uh, gambled on or, 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 or basically uh, attached her, legacy in this role too that's we you that's a, that's a conversation we have had thirty-seven thousand different ways to this point mm -hmm. but but i still come back to genie being willing to find basketball people and say there are people whose entire lives have been dedicated to being really good in this industry in one way or another and when i see a a, a you know an owner bring in their son or their child and not necessarily somebody who has that kind of basketball. Jerry West isn't there anymore. Bob Myers is now walking away. Like these are the signs that, that like I kind of point to as, as the beginnings of the downfall with the Lakers when, when, when they started going into the seven year stretch that they were in the lotteries, you had so much talent walk out the doors with Jerry and with Pat and with um you know eventually mitch leaves too and it's just basically jim and then Jeannie has to refill it and she brings it in brings in her people and like for the warriors and where i'm standing right now being a lakers fan who's rooting for their demise um these are the kinds of things that i kind of sort of like to see i what like was, to see a bunch of talent get out of there what, what was, this is I, i'm a competitive they, person this is a what, good thing for me what was the thing that went around for i don't know it was it was popular this is probably like four or five years ago, maybe even longer on uh, Twitter, IG, whatever. Um, I think it was from a movie called Downfall. It was like a Hitler movie called Downfall, where there was like mm -hmm. a scene where he found out something. Whoever played Hitler found out something. And it was like him speaking in German. It was the movie was in German mm -hmm. and it was him like yelling at everybody. Like, how could we possibly let this happen? And uh 
<laughs> and so people used to like put different text, you know, different conversations for all the characters in, in English. And uh, there, it was, it was like pretty awful and overacted, but whatever yeah. you said, like you're rooting for downfall. I, I think the movie's called downfall, which is why I thought of it. Um, but look, my, my thought on the warriors, is, I was also rooting for the downfall of Hitler. Like that's, I mean, you know, as we all mm -hmm. should have, as we all were, although yeah. the, the, we, we talked about this before <laughs> the show started. I don't know if you'll put it at the end, but those people that were excited when Morgan Wallen had a little controversy and made him more popular <laughs> may not agree with me, but yeah, I, we all should have been rooting for that. Yeah. yeah. Neither you nor I were alive, but mm -hmm. um, my grandfather escaped him though, which is why I'm alive. Um, there you go. My thought, my thought on the Warriors is like some of this is kind of overblown because as long as 30 is there and he's still who he is, they're, going to be a threat to win everything every single well, year all right i i don't know again i don't think this is a good thing for them you talk you talked about reductivism right but i i think that's somewhat because we've seen organizations not able to maximize stars as they wind up needing to be further maximized no, later no, in their careers we, we, we see it all over the place which is why i said i've covered it the last couple of years <laughs> we've covered that, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> what my point though is yeah like again again and i will say the same thing about the lakers like all the other stuff around of course it matters mm -hmm. i'm not gonna tell you it doesn't matter but for like the whole crew that said uh rob was terrible at his job okay well they had lebron and won a title and then mm -hmm. add LeBron again and got pretty close, right? As long as they have 30, and if he's still 30, which means not hurt, and however much longer he has in his prime, and he and LeBron somehow have these like late, mid to late 30s primes still, which is yeah. absurdity. As long as 30 is that dude, and right now he is that dude. It, like you could call him if you want to call him the best player in the world fine like uh i think he's in that conversation as long as yeah. 30 is there because he's also the one setting the tone for the organization off the court too mm -hmm. so as long as 30 is 30 they are a threat period yes he's going to give you a chance but the extent to which you take that opportunity or that chance and take advantage of it i think is decided by those those other things no, 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 not decided it has certainly helped or hindered but i disagree that it's decided well i mean I, we're we're getting into semantics i guess but like what we do this every week i love it we do but like the like so all right you mentioned you mentioned the lakers right the lakers had lebron they had ad they had a roster that those guys could maximize and they had uh uh role players who helped maximize LeBron and AD, right? Yeah, and championship, yes. right? And oh, championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back um, and then, and then, you know, and then they didn't, right? Then they went in the wrong direction and they, you know, they, they decided they uh, were going to bring in a ball handler who would help LeBron at this later stage of his career. And that yeah. ball handler was Russ and it didn't work out. Well, first it was Schroeder and the fit was okay. And then they went further in that direction there and brought brought in Russ and it really and the fit really wasn't okay. And like yeah. those decisions combined with like we gotta we also have to uh acknowledge LeBron got hurt, AD got hurt, and right. and those like you combine all of those things together, and that's the run that the Lakers were were on before this. But I also think that like 
they, as soon as they brought in the things that historically LeBron can elevate and can also in turn elevate LeBron and, and by extension AD, we mm-hmm. saw this Im- immediate run where they immediately. I, I don't think it's coincidence. No, no, yeah. I agree with you. I yeah. don't think it's coincidence. But that's my but that's though, like my 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 point yeah, in no. in mentioning that is that like with Steph, you know, um, the the example in in Golden State is, well, they are going to try to remain competitive now, but also with an eye towards the future. And if you're thinking towards the future with Steph, you are not maximizing the opportunity that you have with Steph. Absolutely, and- no, you're absolutely <laughs> right. You are you are 100 correct as it relates to the Lakers and as it relates to the Warriors. What I'm saying- And from what I have heard, that was was a Lake of thing. And I don't know how much- No, 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 that's correct. No, that is correct. I think they're off of that now, finally. But it was, (laughs) that was, that was a thing. And to be fair though, that was a thing last year and the year before. And they just, they are currently, until Denver kicks the shit out of Miami, the Warriors are currently the NBA champions. So like- yeah. It kind of worked. Like, let's be honest about it. you know why it worked. Thirty, but that's yeah. Like, it worked it in spite worked. of itself. But it, I guess you could but, say. But, it, that's, but that's my point, though, is that all the ancillary stuff. If yeah. LeBron is LeBron, and if AD is AD, and if Steph is Steph, if thirty is thirty, all the other stuff, the ancillary stuff, helps or hinders the mission. Yeah, that's fair. But it's all it's them. It's thirty. That's it. <laughs> like that yeah. is the whole conversation. It's him. With yeah. the Lakers, it is LeBron and it is AD. What Rob does, what the role players do, all of that. Yeah, that like it can help. It helps or it hinders, but it's not the decider. The decider is those dudes. That's it. I'm just realizing we're analyzing chickens versus eggs. But I th- like, I do think that, you know, the helping or the hindering is going to become all the more important as LeBron and as Steph reach this, this, this well, prime is, the first is, thing is I said insane. was if those guys are those guys, right? Right. But, but like, and they aren't going to be forever. You no, know, we could talk true. about, no, you know, and, 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 but that's why, that's why I say like, if I were a Warriors fan and again, this is just objectively true, right? The further that we go along this path on Steph's uh, career, the more and more and more those things on the on the peripheries are going to matter. And yeah. if and and like if I was a Warriors fan and we're losing this proven commodity in Bob Myers, um it, for the sake of giving the owner's boy a a, a promotion, that'd make me pretty nervous. Like oh, that no, would no, that no, would no, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, I if that was true, I would agree with that. But Bob isn't leaving like Joe didn't get rid of Lakeup didn't get oh, rid of Oh fine. Myers. Yeah. Oh, like he would have welcomed Bob back. Yeah. Yeah. But like I also think though, you know, and again, I this is me speculating speculating reckless recklessly. But easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. Um not even drinking right now. It's three four thirty in the afternoon. But um these the, the, this last stretch and how exhausting this last stretch has been for Bob Myers. I would imagine something somewhere in there, a a factor in that has been his owner not being willing to to fully commit to Steph and and because they, Aaron they could have ripped off I don't know how many championships if they if they don't do the whole two timeline thing, you, they already won the one on accident almost and then they could have they could have if they if they had a you know if they had 
turned in the, the James Wiseman chip while he was actually worth something and brought in somebody who helps you win there, that's probably another championship. If you, if you turn in the Moody and Kaminga chips and go out and, and try to turn those guys into another player who, who help you win right now, the Warriors were fully capable of ripping off, a, you know, a three-peat. Or, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, maybe, probably, yeah. Over, over the last like collection of, of years, looks like they might be among the favorites again next year. But maybe, maybe. maybe. But I, yeah. like, but we also yeah. saw we we they, they got rid of of Wiseman after his stock was in the basement. And if they do that again here with Kaminga, that they'll be trading I that mean, chip Kamingo away. Them a lot more than Wiseman did, but yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, but it only only because of timeline thing was a is a solid plan. Right, like it but it doesn't happen. You know, you know what it was based off? It was based off the the Spurs, right? The Spurs were among the Western Conference elite for 20 years. Yeah. And they had two timelines, kind of. But you know what the two timelines was? They lucked into they didn't draft him, they traded for him, but they lucked lucked into drafting Kawhi, who is yeah. an all-time great. There mm-hmm. you go. That's so right. Like the two timelines would work for the Warriors. If Kaminga or or Moody or Wiseman had become an all-time great, there you yeah. go, right? Then you can still be competitive and you can still win a title or titles plural with Steph and Clay and Draymond riding off into the sunset and being less the drivers of it and more the passengers of it mm-hmm. because you got an all-time great. You happen to find an all-time great. That's yeah. why, like, that's why that Spurs shit worked. They yeah look I'm not gonna say it's luck they found they got somehow however they got him they got Kawhi Leonard who is when healthy one of the best whatever I don't he, he's not gonna have the career in terms of because, sheer talent he's a top ten talent but that's I the thing it's not so. even talent that like in terms of like success and winning and all of that like Kawhi's not the most talented dude but they got a dude that well look he was the Finals MVP in. San Antonio. He was the finals MVP in Toronto, right? In his one year. Yeah. There. So like it's not coincidence, but uh I think LeBron, LeBron is the only guy to win finals MVP three different places, I think. I think it I think he is. Mm-hmm. Uh but so it well, it's not that like the two timeline thing is a it's a red herring. The Spurs yeah. I'm, it's not luck, but like the Spurs lucked into Kawhi and they found yeah. another all-time great who could lead the franchise to more titles while, you know, while Tim Duncan and Manu and Tony Parker, et cetera, were able to supplement as opposed to being the main thing. So if Kaminga, if Kaminga, if they, if Kaminga was Kawhi Leonard, then fine. Two timelines worked. Right. But here's, here's why I, I, I wouldn't call two timelines a red herring is because being so brash and being, like having such hubris to be able to say, oh yeah, we'll just go out and find another Steph and we'll have two timelines here. Like there, no, there will never be another Steph. That's ridiculous. Not, not possible. It's ridiculous. Not like possible. not even not even another Steph, but I'm just saying like somebody who could sustain that second timeline. Just to be able Look, to just those guys like, are the Steph is at minimum one of the ten best players in NBA history. Right. But if, that's if, all if, some people have them in their top five. Fine. You, and that's what I'm saying is that like you don't have those guys. Right, but that's why that's why there I say like there will never be another Golden State Warrior ever in the history of Golden of the Warriors. There will never be anyone as good as Steph. Period. Yeah. Like, 
stop. Although and you're Jordan right, they Poole, did not maximize. I think at times probably thinks that that is. They have not maximized. Yeah. Him the last handful of years. You're, you're yeah. you are correct about that. And that that's why I say like you know it it it. I understand where you're where you're coming from and saying that it's a red herring that it's just like the 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 big catchy title that people can kind of latch onto, but this notion that you know an owner who you talk about lucking into something he didn't he didn't draft Steph he didn't he develop did Steph he, did he bought he bought the team while Steph was about to, to while he was about to take off 2012 um, Steph was drafted in 2009 and he was he took over yeah. in 2012 you, you talk about like you you talk about like lucking into stuff um he lucked into Draymond Green one of the most unique defenders that has ever existed in this league you talk about lucking into stuff like the 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 lake of administration Locked into not just the greatest shooter of all time, but the second greatest shooter of all time at a time where the sport was starting to figure out, oh yeah, three is greater than two. Um, so like the Warriors, I, I, the Warriors drafted Steph Curry in 2009, Epe Udo, by the way, in 2010. Yeah. So it's not all home runs here. Yeah. Uh -huh. Clay in 2011, and then Harrison Barnes and Draymond in in and. Uh, I think Festus Azili also in in all of all of which took place before Joe yeah. Lacob. Yeah. And 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 that's why I the, say you got like the best shooter you got the best shooter ever and a top the five, second best shooter ever. <laughs> a top five player ever. And then you got the second best shooter ever, the guy that probably should have been on maybe should have been top seventy five already yeah. all time. And then Draymond to whatever. Like we can we can talk about semantics, but among the best defenders ever maybe the best yeah. defender ever the most versatile defender whatever he's yeah a generational Unique all time yeah yes you found a team that had three guys in the hall that were going to the hall of fame and had by the way traded for andre iguodala who's also going to be in the hall of fame yeah and so like where where i say where i you know where i get annoyed in this and and i've talked to to brady clot on the show um in the past where we've talked about like the hubris that comes with not not earning that mm -hmm. that like he it would be one thing if if like Joe was there and if and if and if those guys like, like single handedly yeah like Brian, it would be one Brian thing if like him. oh yeah okay if if I was to come to find out that Kirk Lake have actually scouted Steph then all right I would you know I I, I would lay down my my talking points You're and I would say the Warriors just gonna keep this thing rolling but that isn't the case. And, I think and, the Warriors are going to keep this thing rolling. The point is, it's thirty though. They're going to keep this thing rolling yeah, until well, thirty. but to the extent the extent to which they're going to keep it rolling is going to be impacted here by yeah, which how good these people, these new people are. That, and that and, and like that's. That is fair.